welcome everybody to Moose Milk Podcast episode 23. 23. Uh, I'm Ryan, your host, and I am very, very, very tired. I've been up for almost 36 hours, so I got about an hour or two nap in between, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty tired. I've been up all day. I'm on vacation, and uh, yeah little bit intoxicated but uh thank you for joining us this week uh we're gonna be talking about the first episode of loki which premiered on wednesday um just gonna wait for matt to join us and then we're gonna dive into spoilers so if you haven't watched loki episode one you probably want to bail come back after you've seen the first episode and um watch it then because yeah we will dive into spoilers we will dive into pretty much everything the episode uh, that happens in the episode and um yeah so we're just gonna wait for matt to join us but i hope everybody's doing well i hope everybody uh you know i don't know about uh, where you're from but ontario finally lifted up its lockdown so we're finally um kind of getting to enjoy you know restaurants and um bars and such outside and outdoor activities and everything like that i uh i'm on vacation for the week so finally getting a little break for my job and uh yeah oh absolutely stranded already saying i want more loki now please and i totally agree with you buddy uh obviously matt and i will uh, dive into that but yeah 100 percent agree can't wait for the next episode like it was awesome. What's up, buddy? I cannot hear you at all. I got no volume. Can you hear me? Now I can. Yeah. Ah, stupid fucking things. Airphones never connect. I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, there we go. Now they're in. I don't know. How are you? I'm good, you? I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm tired. It's been a busy week. Oh, I'm so week. tired, dude. Sam. Oh, yeah, yours is bad because you didn't really... You slept in a car, didn't you? I slept, like, about two hours in a car. <laughs> and it took about an hour and a half, so I've basically been up uh, almost 36 hours. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, eight beers deep. Nice. So, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't expect anything less from you, to be honest, so... Yeah, yeah. Checking out so, you can be a fancy boy now. Oh, fancy boy! You look right. like uh, you're gonna solve crimes or like <laughs> long library books or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. A magnifying glass that I don't have. Maybe, maybe like you're gonna start doing the uh, Dewey Decimal System with some books or something. I don't know. <laughs> mm, but I like it. That's funny. So how's the weather up there? Is it hot as dicks? Uh, it was really, really hot in Windsor. It's way less hot up in, in Muskoka where I'm staying. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought you went to Wheatley for some reason. No, no, no. We're uh, we're in a cabin by in Muskoka. It's uh, right on a lake, so it's pretty cool. Nice. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. Period, right? Oh, it's... It's it's actually pretty chill. Like I'm in jogging pants right now because it, okay. it got real cold that night. But that's kind of nice though, though. Like it's nice to not sweat through the night. 
Oh yeah, like the last week in Windsor has been like thirty plus, and I, I've, I've been sleeping like absolute garbage because I don't have air conditioning, so it's right. like really oh, hot. Yeah, I get that. That sucks. Yeah. Um. Well, what do you? Are you just, so you're just there for like? You're not there for the whole week, are you? Yeah, I'm here till Friday next week. Nice. Who's all with you? Yeah, man. I'm excited. So, uh, uh, four of my friends came with us. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just been, uh, we got here at around, I don't know, f- four or 5 p.m., made some dinner. Guys went, you know, uh, canoeing and stuff like that. And uh, I kind of chilled back. But uh, I think tomorrow I'll probably take the kayak out and go for a kayak. Yeah, I'm excited. That's, That's dope, man. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm going to a cabin soon too. I'm going in middle of July. We're going to a cabin on the water. So it's awesome, dude. It's awesome. Looking forward to it. It's nice to get away and have a little uh, quiet time out of the city, you know? Yeah. Well, this week's been crazy for me because I'm working like in stores again this week. So it's right. like, and I'm like rolling out a new program. So it's like I'm at the stores every day at like, you know, six or seven in the morning. And it's sure. just like, I, I, over the last, like the whole pandemic, I've been working from home. I've completely shifted to like a 10 to seven shift. So it's like, I haven't been getting up this early in so long. Right. I'm just so fucking exhausted. I come home every day and I take a nap. Like I just like, I have to, like I'm exhausted. So it's so hard to, um, change your sleep schedule or, you know, like your body gets in such a rhythm and like, obviously me on midnights, I've been in on midnights for, Oh, I don't know, four or five years. And like, I haven't slept at night since last March for a week when I was on vacation in Cuba. Yeah. So like, actually it was February, last February. So yeah, like everybody in this house right now is in, in bed, gone to sleep and I'm, I'm the only one awake. And like, I want to get up at a decent time tomorrow so I can, you know, enjoy everybody. Yeah. But it's like, I'm used to going to bed at 8 a.m., yeah. 9 a.m. Totally. You know, they're all yeah. making dinner at like four or five p.m. and I'm like, dude, I'm not. I'm normally not even up yet. Like, I'm not hungry at all. <laughs> yeah, like this is this is the time where I'm getting out of bed and I'm like, I'm gonna take a hot shower and eat some breakfast. Like, Burgers you know, so. On the cob. <laughs> <laughs> well, we made tacos tonight, but it was just like, it, you know, it's it's six o'clock at seven o'clock at night, and I'm like, I'm not even normally ready for dinner yet. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You've been uh, watching anything else yeah. other than Loki this week? Yeah, that's why I was actually rushing to get on here. We've been watching. Uh, we got Kate got Crave with HBO Plus because she wanted to watch yep. this show called Mayor of Easttown. Have you ever heard of that? Okay, I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. Mm, I feel like you might like it just because you're into like that, like kind of like more. I don't know if I would really call it like a crime, like mystery i guess it is kind of i don't really know what i'd call it. i guess i would call it that but it's i don't know it actually was interesting even to me like i usually don't really like that kind of stuff but but it's good it has, like uh, kate kate winslet the girl for is kate winslet was the one in titanic right yeah yeah that's her so yeah she's the main she plays like a detective is it like old, old times no you kind of when when it first turned on i thought it was going to be it's kind of shot like in like a weird like instagram filter kind of thing so it like looks old timey but it's not it's modern day but and it also is weird because like they all have this weird accent i'm not sure exactly where it's supposed to be from but it's like 
it feels super overplayed sometimes. But aside from that, like, it's really, like, yeah. Like, we watched the first episode. We were, like, hooked immediately. There's only seven episodes. So we finished. We, Kate wanted to start it, even though I said, like, I can't finish it because I have to go do the podcast. So, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. do we really want to start it? So we left it with, like, 20 minutes left. So it's like. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. No, no, no. Yeah, it's no. It is what it is. I, I was just wanted to wait till tomorrow, but. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing there's nothing worse than diving into a new show and getting really hooked on it and then not being totally. able to finish it. Like we watched we watched the three episodes tonight. Or like it was like we didn't finish the third one, but like we watched three. Sure. Yeah. So. I uh I was watching I, I I've been absolutely obsessed with the challenge this week. Like I've I mean being point blank, I've had three panic attacks this week. So oh, Jesus. I've been like yeah, it's been really it's been a really bad week for me. So um <laughs> Yeah, I, I I've been staying at home a lot, just really like trying to mentally get right. But um, yeah, so I watched uh, the challenge like nonstop basically this week, and um, once you watch like an episode, it's so hard to just like, oh, I'm gonna stop here. It's, it's like every episode ends with like a tease for the next episode, like, so you just want to keep watching. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah, and it. I mean, I, I like shows that are designed that way because it always makes me want to watch the next thing, but it also is like, man, I can't sit here for four hours and watch the challenge, you know? So yeah, yeah. it becomes a problem, but yeah, yeah well, like, I, I love the challenge. Couple, we've had a couple nights this week where it's been like TV for like four hours because it's just like, we're also watching Handmaid's Tale, which I know I brought up before. That's that right. one with Kate right. Elizabeth Moss. It's like a, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that next week is the season finale of that one. So, like, it's getting good now. I mean, it was getting good. It's already good. But it's, yeah. Each week it gets progressively I w- like, whoa. I think I'm going to watch that in the next yeah, few weeks. I'm going to try to. It's just like, it's, again, like, I don't, I can't, I don't remember your, like, kind of level for, like, like, it, it kind of, even though it's set in modern day, it feels like it's set right. in, like, old days. And, like, I remember at the beginning, right. that was one of the things that, like, I didn't love about it. So, like, I'm not sure how you are with that kind of stuff. Like, to me, that stuff just is generally not that interesting. So, like, I don't, it, I don't attach I think, to it. Yeah, I think we're on the same page a lot, right? Like, um, generally, I like, I, I really love true crime and everything like that, but, um, Generally, when it's like uh, this, this true crime tale took place in 1892. I'm like, nah, I'm checked like, out. I don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, like. Turn it on before you leave. I, yeah, it, it's just like, oh, in a time when there was no cameras, no electricity, no no DNA evidence, no anything, we're gonna try to solve this crime. I'm like, no, you're not. There's no way you're ever gonna solve this crime. Like, it's like John Mulaney to me, says. First, let's outline the body with chalk. Or it doesn't need to do it exactly like, <laughs> yeah, like he's like somebody clean up I, all this. I, I just find if, <laughs> if anything took before. place before, if anything took place before like 1960, like it's, it's a wrap, man. Like yeah. you're not figuring this out. I'm sorry, it, it's just <laughs> it's not happening. So funny. So yeah, so um, we watched that, and then we watched Loki, and then we watched an, an episode of Mayor of East Town that like the nice. Wednesday night, and then yeah. Last night we watched some, and then, but yeah, it hasn't been late nights for me, so I've been, yeah, I've pretty much, it's hard to get up early, man. Like, I've done, yeah, yeah, I've been doing like no customizing like all week. It just like sucks. I've been yeah. fucking plowing through shit. And, no, dude, uh, it's, it's hard to work two jobs, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
I, I know like you enjoy customizing and I know you, you know, you're very artistic in that way, but like, it's also like when you put in and like, you know, eight, nine hour day at work and then come home, it's, it's a lot to sit down and go, Oh, I'm going to put another two or three hours into, yeah. you know, my other job. It's like, you know, it becomes a lot. It, it, everybody needs a break. Everybody needs their mind to rest at some point. So I totally, you know, I totally get that. It, it's, it's, it's good to take a break. It's good to, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Still have another couple weeks, so. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, you'll get it, you'll get them done. You'll get them done. Yeah, man. And they'll be, they'll be better because, um, you know, you're, you're into it when you're into it, right? Like when you really sit down and, and get to work on them, you do a better job. part about it right now is like the ones I'm working on, I'm like, I'm so, I'm like in such a good groove on them. So I'm like, nah. Yeah sucks to stop and they're looking great man yeah yeah i'm happy with everything that. you everything you've posted everything i've seen you do live like they look great you're doing a great job so i'm really excited to see you know hype, what man. when they're finished you know you're my you're my hype man you're like oh dude you're, you can do it let me give you a back rub inappropriately i'll i'll, I'll uh i'll wear the green hat on stage <laughs> you know snoop loop Snoop a loop, he's a boy. Come on, bring your green hat. Bring your green hat. Um, <laughs> have you been, have you been watching anything other than the, sh- the challenge? Not really, honestly. I uh, <laughs> I basically spent the week watching the challenge. I played a little bit of video games, but I had a lot to do at work this week because I was going on vacation, so I had to get a lot of stuff done and prepared for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest problem with my job is nobody else does my job so when i go on vacation i have to do Do a lot of work to make sure that yeah to make sure everything's done for the week i'm off right and yeah so it becomes a hassle and um yeah i just had a lot of stuff to get ready for vacation packing and and doing laundry cleaning my house you know getting dog food all that stuff my mom's washing my dog so it was like i gotta get all these little things out of the way and my parents got their second shot yesterday, so they were busy doing that. And like, yeah, my mom got so. hers. Yeah, yesterday or the day before Thursday, I think it was. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, you know what day it is. Good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm glad everybody's getting their second shot now. It just seems like we're really, uh, you know, Ooh, making uh, wavelengths here. We're, yeah, we're moving that's forward. Nice. That's nice. That's so, good. Yeah, for sure. We're starting to see a uh, more in our area, but good, good. Yeah, I hope. I hope we. You know. I hope by like September, everybody's vaccinated or fully vaccinated and, yeah. we, you know, everything's back to normal. So yeah, that'd be great. This is the first day that Ontario's opened up at all. So yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. It's good, been good for you guys. Two, two months since yeah, anything's been open. So. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we have I'm oh, oh, it's weird because the chat isn't moving for me again. Remember how bad that for me sometimes? Oh, that's okay. I might even just go on with my other account and then like that way I can see if anyone says anything. Like, yeah, yeah, no. It's so weird. Yeah, I don't know why it does that sometimes and not others, but... Yeah, I know. Um, some days it's good, but some days it's not good. SVT Omar says, how's your guys' days? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm on vacation, so... Vacation's you know. good. Uh, vacation's always good. I can't complain. And I just um, spent the first 10 minutes talking about how shit my week was. So 
whatever, keeping the timeline in order, I found like really, yeah, I found like the really compelling. So uh, I dig, I dug that a lot. Yeah, I, I like, I'll agree with you. Definitely, like the set pieces and stuff were very visually like striking. It actually, I actually said again when I was watching it, like Kate didn't get it, but I said like it, it yeah. like it really looks like a page of like a Jack Kirby comic, like. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Jack Kirby, but like he's, you know, one of the yeah. ones they say that, you know, you know, changed the way comic books were drawn and, and, you know, he was like, right. you know, very influential in a lot of artists who, you know, came after him. Right. Um, right. And like, you know, it, I feel like that part where um, Loki goes and kind of looks over the little city that is there and he's like, yep. Um, yep. He's like, I thought you said magic doesn't exist here. And he's like, oh, it doesn't. This is all like whatever, right? And it was like, it's the scene that, yeah. it was like that literally looks like something ripped out of a, a, a comic from the 60s. That oh, he had drawn. Like, it's just like, it's 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 crazy, man. It looked great. And like, it's cool to see so many, um, I can't say for sure, but I mean, it looks like most of them are like set. It doesn't look like it's like CGI. Like it actually looks... Like that room when they were in, think, they were kind of talking with that screen that kept moving with Loki and Mobius yeah. or whatever, like yeah. um yeah like it just I, I don't know I, it it was it looked great and and I also really liked the I think, dynamic between Loki and Mobius a lot too. One hundred percent. I think the background of the city. Yeah, I think the background of the city was CGI. Like I don't think that was practical. No, that but, was practical. No, but the, but the, I think everything the else like the set. Yeah, I think all the like places they were sitting were definitely done practically. Like it looked like they could move like the switches in the room and stuff like that. Like, and I mean, where there was that I, big lineup, you know, where there was nobody in line, and right. they had like the circles, all yeah. those like circles on the ceiling and stuff. It looked, yeah, it was. It looked good, man. It looked really good. And I love the aspect that it was like empty, like in that. Um, that queue line like you know what i mean like it wasn't like this is like a everyday event where somebody manipulates the timeline to benefit themselves or whatever and they have to step in like if there's two people in line and they're still telling you to take a ticket and the guy that doesn't take a ticket they evaporate completely <laughs> and they really set like a rule set of how this works and, and how this agency like deals with time manipulation and um they immediately basically make the Infinity Wars obsolete. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. I like how when they opened like, the drawer, there was all the Infinity Stones in. <laughs> right. That's what I mean. Like, they basically mean, they, they take the Infinity Stones and be like, oh, these are worthless. Like, yeah. these aren't, Most these, people these mean nothing to us. <laughs> exactly. Like, we have a drawer of them and, and Loki's obsessed with the Tesseract and yeah. It, it'll just like a it has no use here but b it, it's a paperweight it, it means nothing to us like we have 10 of these you know and i think that really like expands the universe into what we can have but it also makes us go oh like um the the first three phases of the mcu basically are like oh that's done that that was small scale earth yes Earth, yeah, I, you know? that was one of the things I took from it too. Was like it made me realize how what we've seen so far is like really just a speck. Like it's really just yeah. of what of what else is out there. Yeah, it's that like mind explosion of you know, like we're we're 
we're talking a universe now. We're talking about all timelines. We're talking about, you know, a, a way bigger subject. And obviously it's tying into the multiverse and obviously it's tying into Doctor Strange 2. Um, and, you know, talking to my friends and stuff here, like, they're all like, obviously this is um, setting up like way bigger things and they're leaving letting on. And, yeah, and so. Doctor Strange 2 was supposed to take place before this, I think originally so like um this might actually take place after doctor strange 2 and we might be seeing doctors in doctor strange 2 like what happened to create the multiverse and all these different timelines and why the time variance authority or whatever the fuck uh had to step in to to make sure there was only one solid timeline you know right do you think that maybe there's like i don't know i kind of got the vibe from <laughs> I kind of get like bad guy vibes from the TVA. I think that's possible too. Yeah. Like, I feel like maybe the reason why like they're trying to, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's like a bigger, like, I feel like the TVA so, is not just like what it seems like it is. Like, I feel like there's a, there's more to that story. And like, I, feel well, I think like, we're going to get, I feel like they're going to use the, to like basically get whatever they're after kind of. So they kind of alluded to like the three people in charge yes. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, of, the timekeepers or whatever it was. Timekeepers. Keepers of time. Yeah. And I feel like they're going to end up being some sort of villains that they're setting up to make the TVA sound like they're like the good guys that like are trying to keep the timeline intact. But I also feel like that's what they're wanting Loki to know to manipulate him into doing the kind of thing. And so the fact that his previous self is what we find out at the end of the episode is his previous self is who he's trying to capture. It makes it seem like maybe his previous self knows something that he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And is manipulating the timeline to his advantage for future self and he's going to be like at war with himself of like, what's the right thing to do here. I have a feeling that by the end of the series, we're going to get Loki back in the MCU. Yeah. The other thing is they could just keep doing this and he could just keep going to different times. Cause I think one of the things they said about cameos in this one is expect the unexpected. So it's like, don't don't associate anything that like has to do with Loki in terms of like um cameo wise, right? Like we could get anything right. at this point. So I'll be curious to see like what they go back what they go back to. Like if they go back to things, if he's altering anything in the past in the timelines. It'll be interesting to see what that looks like. I one hundred percent think that we're getting mutants during the series. I don't think so. But the way I hope I hope you're right because I'm ready. <laughs> but I'm, I'm ready too. But the way the timeline thing is established, I feel like this is the easiest way for him to visit timelines. Totally, where mutants I, exist. I don't disagree that they have. I don't. They have the dissolved with their little. 
I feel like he's capturing these lanterns, like the lantern things they show that they hit that like dissolve the yeah. timeline. Yeah. I feel like Loki's after these to dissolve timelines that he doesn't agree with, that he doesn't become king in or whatever. But I have a feeling that he's visiting timelines where mutants exist and they're going to absorb those into other timelines somehow. Like, or the mutant timeline becomes the, the prime timeline, the, uh, what, whatever you want to call it. I can't think of what they actually use as the, yeah, I can't uh, remember the name. I always call it uh, the 616, but that's the comic, so. Yeah, um, I wrote it down somewhere, but I can't fucking find it right now. I will say on your topic there, on your piece you just said, I do yeah. think that the mutants will come because of the multiverse, but I don't think it'll right. be in Loki. And I don't think it'll be in Doctor Strange. I, I do, I don't necessarily think that it wouldn't be because of Loki or because of the circumstances that maybe come out of this episode, but I don't see yeah. them because sh- again, mutants are something that all the super nerds are wanting to see. And as soon as you introduce mutants into it, no one really gives a fuck about Loki anymore. It's but I big. think it's going like, to be Loki. Be a waste. I, I like. I don't. I don't think. Maybe we might get reference, but I don't. I honestly don't think we'll get a name drop on mutants until Eternals. I feel like Eternals is where it's going to happen. I mean that that very well could be the case, but I look at it as this is like you could take some very very low key mutants and flip them into the stars of like the mutant universe of the X Men universe, yeah. and we've seen like obviously the main stars of X-Men, you know, Cyclops, Wolverine, you know, whatever. But what happens if they take somebody that's low-key that people don't expect and turn them into the main star of X-Men? Basically what they did with, like, Iron Man and, and, and stuff like that, where nobody gave a shit about Iron Man, really, until the Iron Man movie made him huge, is what happens if they take an X-Men that, no, isn't established well, isn't, isn't anybody that, yeah, you know, people really care about. And go, this is where we're starting the X-Men universe is you're going to run into, you know, X-Mutant and he's going to come in and that's going to be the start of the mutant gene. And we're going to introduce a, a young or new actor that people aren't already have like an established relationship with and, and establish them as the first mutant that they come across. And that way you don't have a preconceived notion of like where they're heading with mutants, what, what we can, you know, what the storyline may be is like, here's whatever i can't think of anybody off the top of my head but and then you know we're going to introduce um you know other mutants that you may not be super well established with from the fox universe and then you know then we bring in like somebody big like maybe gambit that we really haven't established that well either but then we can slowly trickle in the people you know you know two years down the line but in that way you're, you're not bringing in somebody like Wolverine and go, there's Wolverine, pay attention. It's, yeah. it's way low-key. It's way like, oh, that's, you know, Morph. Oh, we've never really done Morph in, in any of the comics, but here's Morph, you know? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Honestly, I, I feel like they are not going to take a traditional approach that we've seen done before. Like, I feel like they're going to try their best to distance everything that fox has done that being said i i think they are going to start with the original x-men like i think it's going to start with gene and cyclops and beast and angel and iceman because i feel like that even in that group 
there can be some diversity, especially if they wanted to like, you know, ethnically change a couple of them up, right? Like, yeah, and there, and to me, like to, to ethnically, to change any of them to different ethnicities, like nothing, there are certain things that like, I, I, I'm not going to be okay with, I think, but there's certain things that like, I think as long as it doesn't interrupt the storyline, I'm okay with it. And to be fair with you, outside of the original X-Men, majority of the X-Men teams have been extremely like, ethnically diverse like it's just you know like they've always been that way right so so you know if if they do start with the original five then i i could imagine that we might see some um some some changes in ethnicities for some of them which like i said that that works for me i think as long if if they started with the original five oh man honestly that that would win for me right off the bat just because like i i think it's a great way to start at start telling a story, especially if the intentions is to go long, long term with it. Like you've got lots well, of room to grow in there. Yeah. I mean, a guy I follow on Twitter, uh, Paris Lilly, he does mostly like video game stuff and whatever, but he's a black man. And he, he, uh, posted a couple days ago about how, um, he thought that Magneto should be like a black man and, and re- reestablish the character as like, um, someone that's dealt with like a lot of, of, you know, black rights issues within his community. And that's how they change it from like, um, you know, uh, 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 Jewish, you know, Nazi mm-hmm. camp yeah. storyline into present day. Awesome. Um, Honestly, like see right. anything that can build on what already makes those characters great. I would be okay yeah. with. And to me, if that was what they did, that would be an awesome idea because you could build on his origin so much that way. Not only would he be hated because he was a mutant, but he would also be hated because he was a black man. And well, like, and X-Men's always dealt with those topics, right? X-Men's yeah, always dealt totally. with like, gay rights. That's I mean. that's, and, that's, and, and Yeah. That's what I, I even said that to my friends today. We were talking about X-Men and I even said to them, like, um, you know, I probably learned more about racism from the X-Men cartoons than I did from my parents. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's like, it's crazy when you see it that way, right? And when you put it into that perspective, yeah. it's it's crazy. It's always been about human rights and, and racial rights and yeah. belonging and, and dealing with people that don't feel you belong and all that stuff. And that's what X-Men's always dealt well with. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. And how do you bring that into 2021 when, totally. you know, uh, World War Two is seventy years ago or eighty years ago, you know, whatever. So yeah. that would be um, neat, though. Changing that would be awesome. Like if if they did Magneto as a and like redid him as a black person, like a black man, that would be crazy. I think I think it has a lot of potential. They were talking. Uh, somebody posted in that same comment about um, Gene <clears throat> uh, Carlo Esposito, who's uh, the guy from Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah no, yeah, about him and um, he's in Mandalorian as well. Uh, uh, him being like Magneto, oh, and cool. and like he's got that kind of like old older look where he's got some like gray hair going on, and like mm-hmm. he could really like fit that role where he is, you know, that guy. And I, as soon as I seen that, I was like, oh fuck, like that's the right casting. Disney loves casting people between those universes. Where yeah. once they find an actor they like, they they will cast they him in both the MC or Star Wars. Totally. And I could totally see that being like close or accurate. But um, the yeah, only reason I, I really uh, not working would be because of uh, his age. 
right? Like, the yeah, thing but is, like if you're going to introduce Magneto in the next three years, he needs to yeah. literally be able to continue to do this in a somewhat hardy role for the next probably 10 to 12 years. It depends where they want to go with it, right? Like, it depends whether they want to go a very Magneto. young. No, but I'm saying, like, do they want to go like a really young X-Men or do they want to go in a route where Magneto is playing a role now, but necessarily won't be the big bad of the universe within the next four or five years? Like, is he set? are they setting up a dynamic between Magneto and Xavier you know, that is leading the school and leading, you know, the anti, you know, human rights group or whatever, or are they setting it up as like, this is the diversity of the cast, but then we're going to introduce a bunch of the young mutants that are going to carry this cast forward, you know? That's what I think is going to happen. I don't think Magneto is going to start as the bad guy. I think he's going to start as an ally. And over the first few movies, we're going to see tension between him and Charles and they're going to start to see differently on stuff. And it's going to come down to a point where there's going to be a big decision where one has to kind of put mutant kind over humankind. And I feel like that's going to be where they divide. But I don't but you think you could also flip it, right? Way. I think, oh, yeah, totally. You totally could. I mean, the thing is, is they could even play off what's happening in the comics right now. So, like in the comics right now in X Men, it's been like totally like revisited where like, all the mutants kind of like keep to themselves. They are like their own, their own like world. Like they live on like an island that is a mutant. Like there's a mutant named Krakoa from like the old comics. They've then brought him back and now they live on him. He is like the island and like he takes care of the people and like basically um, they become like, um, like their own country and like get treated. They like, you know, can try their own people and like, it's just, it's, they've kind of, it, it's it's like the dynamic has really shifted, so it's like all the good guys and bad guys kind of like live in harmony on Krakoa, because like they're, that's, you know, the mutant nation, that's where you go, right? So sure, like, I mean... I, it'd be cool to see that approach, too. Like, if they decided to just take it a totally different way, and again, like, we might see that, because I, I do think they're going to try to distance themselves. Like, yeah, but, I mean, also... Right another Magneto and Charles story, really. I agree, but you could also flip Charles too, right? Charles yeah. could be like a prominent black man that's yeah. rich that tried to like use his money to help, um, you know, uh, black rights issues and stuff like that, which failed with his money. And he couldn't he couldn't make an impact with financially, so he does he decides to start a school for you know um, uh, uh, mutants and. and, and humans that have been you know pushed out of society or whatever and that's how he makes an impact and that relates him to magneto because he finds a a a, a, a another man that's been through a lot of you know trials and tribulations through being a, a jew during you know times where he hasn't been accepted in society or whatever like there's many ways where they could take it where you could also flip it in that way so yeah i think there there's so many different rights issues going on in the world even today as they were in you know 1960 1970 so on and so forth that you could really go in any direction with it and and, and still you know find acceptance in today's audience mm-hmm. yeah so. no i i agree with you I, I whatever they do i don't think it will be predictable I do expect them to throw a bunch of twists and curveballs in there. And I think even the people who are huge X-Men fan, I feel like they're, you know, you know, we, we know how comic book 
people are, right? Yeah. Like we're sure. we're opinionated and we want to make sure everyone hears what we have to say about everything. And like yeah. I do feel like you know, there's gonna be decisions that are made that are gonna ultimately test people off. But I sure. like we continue to say every time we talk about Marvel and Disney, like until they give me a reason to not trust what they're doing, I'm gonna roll with it. Like I don't have to yeah. love everything, but like I don't you know, I'm as long as it doesn't as long as it doesn't get to the point where I start dreading them, then we'll be yeah. fine. Well, I mean, clearly like with with um Loki episode one, like they're setting up things like they they use a lot of key words during the episode. They set up the Nexus event, they set up the multiversal war, they set up the T V A, they set up, you know, all these different timekeepers, the all these different yeah. Yeah, all these different, you know, words that yeah, yeah. obviously are something to the next, you know, f- whatever. I think it's six episodes, five episodes, but then the MCU going forward. So yeah. they're setting up a lot of of how this is going to affect the rest of the MCU. They're also setting up that the Infinity War is over. The Infinity War does not matter anymore. The 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 Infinity Stones are worthless in this new world and because it's so much bigger and expanded so much farther, um, the threats now is time manipulation. The threats now is magic manipulation. And that's what we set up with WandaVision. That's what we set up with this. Like it's, it's not necessarily, um, power people are after it's, it's, it's the ability to manipulate, um, time. It's the ability to manipulate magic within, you know, a power in a different extent rather than just physical power, you know? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I'm curious to see like how, cause I feel like everything in the next like year is going to be tied into the multiverse with the exception of Shang-Chi. Like it's like, you know, we, we are going to get it with, uh, Doctor Strange, we're obviously going to get it in Loki, um, and then we're going to get it in Spider Man in a big way. Like it's just like I, my worry is that it, it you know, like I had mentioned, kind of at the top of all this, is like you know they're gonna, I, I worry that they're gonna lose some of those casual fans. So like you know when Kate watched it with me the other night, like she's you know she like she just likes Tom Hiddleston, so right, so yeah, so she no, sure. watched it because she likes Tom Hiddleston and. And as we were watching it, she just kept like bashing it, right? <laughs> like she's just like, "This is yeah. stupid. Like this is so confusing, and it's so dumb." And it's like, and I think that that might actually happen with a lot of just casual viewers. Like I feel, and I know I've alluded to this before, right? And it's like, uh, you know, like as the as this world gets a little kookier and kookier and a little less grounded, um, yeah. you know, I, I I do question if they start to kind of lose some of that luster to some of those people that. You know, I think they're hoping that people are bought in enough at this point that yeah, that you don't question can, something like magic or a multiverse or right. an, an iron suit. Yeah, I think I think they're hoping that you're beyond the point where everything has to be based in realism and you can join in at any point. And mm-hmm. um, I think Tom Hiddleston is very compelling as an actor. I think he's obviously mm-hmm. a very good-looking guy. And and I think a lot of people are going to jump in because of that. But I also think that just the way him and uh, Owen Wilson banter throughout the episode, like I think that's a very comedic element to the show. Where I really enjoyed that part too. Like I thought they were very funny together. I thought they interacted very well. 
Um, I hope that Owen Wilson's remaining in the MCU outside of the show, but <laughs> I don't know if if that's the case. Like, I have a feeling that he may end up being a villain. Yeah, I'm definitely getting villain vibes. Uh, but not, yeah. not even necessarily just from him. Just it, as like I said earlier, from the whole TVA thing. Yeah, I get I get villain vibes for sure. So like, um. Craig Warwick in the comments says, I think what we haven't seen is whether anything from the TV show will affect the movie MCU. Uh, I wonder if uh, it will keep TV stuff isolated so that strictly cinema audiences won't be like, what? And we already know that's not the case because, um, yeah, uh, uh, Doctor Strange 2 is going to strictly come after everything that happened in WandaVision. Oh, yeah, I um, guess that's true. So, Wanda, yeah, Wanda is going to be a huge part. That, I guess if you hadn't seen WandaVision, by the time we get to Doctor Strange in the multiverse, you're going to be confused as to what the fuck's going on there. Right, and like, and I mean, Kevin Feige's come out that this is all strictly part of the MCU now. Yeah, the TV shows, everything's involved. Yeah, I'm um, saying that by the time we get into it, like, if you don't have a Disney account, like a Disney Plus account, like, you're going to be missing components of the story. I think, in a way, COVID has helped the MCU that they can launch these shows in a time where you're not getting any other media. Totally. Um, and get you bought in. Yeah, and get you bought into these universes that they maybe otherwise wouldn't have found a huge audience for. They may have said, like, yeah, we're pushing out. Uh, WandaVision while um, you know Black Widow and and The Eternals is coming out and people would have said well we don't give a fuck about the show we got these movies to look after um, because we haven't had those movies I think a lot more people are interested in the TV shows yeah. but I think it definitely um, garnered more interest for them because people are at this point like itching for more right yeah but I also think that like Loki definitely was set up in a way where episode one was like, hey, if you have missed some of these movies or if you're not super, super committed. (laughs) Yeah, like, I feel like it was set up in a way where we can explain some things that you may have missed Mm -hmm. um, and try to get you involved in this this time, you know, cop kind of show where even if you miss some stuff, you can still buy in and still find some enjoyment in it. Um, yeah. it's a, it's a very heavy, um, deep, like nerdy show for like, if, if, you know, you're eight years old by watching Disney plus, you may not be able to under, even understand what's going on in, in Loki, like, you know, time travel and stuff is like, you know, kind of complicated in theory. So I think they're trying to make it as simplistic as possible and as entertaining as possible while introducing some very like deep thought topics, you know? Yeah, I, I also think. Um, um, oh shit! I just lost my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'll think of it. It's okay. I, I mean, I I'll put it this way: the fact that Loki is hunting himself by the end of the episode, I think, is extremely compelling because it gives Tom Hiddleston a shit ton of like range to be able yeah. to play multiple versions of himself. I also think. Um, 
it's going to allow a lot of fun for him to like be very witty in it, the way he's you know cocky Loki, but also sensitive Loki, where he wants to do the right thing. Is he a villain? Is he a hero? Like, there's so many different ranges for him to play within the next five episodes, and whether he lives or dies by the end of the series, um, what maybe he plays a role in in Thor: God and Thunder in some right. small way too. Like, we don't we don't know that yet because they haven't really talked about that yet. Right, and. Yeah. Um, that could be interesting too. Like, I think, I think this show is going to tie into more than we think it is. Yeah. I so do too. I do too. I think it's bound to just based on its premise. Yeah. I, mean, I think like if we're going to you know, be going back and revisiting spots in time in the MCU, this is just bound to connect to things. Right. So. Well, I, that, I and I think they, they're setting up the, the, um, the TCU or whatever to be, um, or TVA, whatever the fuck it's called. TVA, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're setting up the TVA to be like a permanent entity within this universe. And I think they're going to be involved in all of these future movies that involve time travel. Like, I think they're going to be a part of Spider-Man. I think they're going to be a part of... I could totally see Peter Parker walking into the TVA and going like, what the fuck is this? And having his like and witty Wilson Peter Parker banter. Yeah. And him and Owen Wilson walking up at a part and going like, "Oh, you've you've been fucking with time. Like, what the fuck, you know?" And and that and being like a permanent thing. Wire and they're like, "Oh, hey." Exactly. And they have like you know a whole 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 segment within the like lineup of taking a ticket and doing what you know what they're supposed to do in this place. Like, I could see that totally being a thing in future movies. So I don't think it's going away. I think TVA is like a new thing. Do you know what would be so funny is if we just get cut to that one day, even like an after credit scene somewhere where they just cut to the lineup and the TVA and Deadpool walks in? How fucking funny would awesome. that be? <laughs> see, and I, like I can see that totally happen. Deadpool three, you know, how did he imagine jump? Deadpool, imagine Deadpool three was a time travel movie. How fucking funny would that be? But that was the rumor, eventually, like originally, I think for for like the script of the movie. But I also think. How do you get Deadpool into the MCU without making it weird, yeah. but making him so, um, you know, uh, he's so aware of, of everything going on in the real world and his like comic book life yeah. where like, that's a funny thing to do is like have him waiting in line and going like, this is fucking stupid. Like, really? We're going to wait in line for this time cop type bullshit. Have you guys seen time cop? Like there's so many jokes you can spin out of that. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love that. That'd be pretty fun. But, um, I also want to comment that, like, the music to the show is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's great. Honestly, everything was good. I will say that, like, I know I said this about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier 2, but, like, that really felt, um, like we were heading more back in the direction of, like, what we know of the, like, the MCU is. But, like, this one yeah. feels that even, like, way more. Like, this one feels like yeah. it's just back to where we kicked it off. Like, it's just... It's so high-end and so, um, you know, production-wise well done that mm -hmm. I just feel like it fits right in with the movies and, like, you know, uh, I... it, it's great, man. I suppose having a familiar face of Loki there too probably doesn't help or doesn't hurt either. Like, because we've no, been for think, so long, right? I think you could have honestly done uh, an Owen Wilson starring, um, like, time cop movie where he's like investigating time 
manipulation and like him going into different versions of the MCU and, and, and investigating what the fuck's happening. And like, there's definitely a version of the show where if they wanted to do like a Loki season two, but like kind of change the name, you could do it without Loki and just have him like investigating time you know, law cheats or whatever. And then like doing really cute, like fun things of like, almost like what if that they're doing, but in a time manipulation version of it, you know, there's, a, there's it, another version of the show. Was, that could exist. What if it was, uh, Mobius and, uh, uh, agent Wu. Uh, exactly. Uh, That's what I mean. Like, imagine that. Imagine there are time cops. That'd be funny. Right, like there's there's a there's a version of the show where you could get Agent Wu and like Darcy and like all these people into a same show where they're just investigating like weird weird crimes, weird science stuff, weird time stuff, weird weird you know space stuff, and 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 it's like an X Files show, but not X Files, you know? Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty funny. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I'd be down with that. Yeah, I like, I, like I said earlier, I like the the banter between, I like that, like, uh, Owen Wilson's character is, like, not, like, falling for any of Loki's shit. It's just, like, everything he throws at him, he's, like, ready for it. And it's just, I love, I love the, the back yeah. and forth. It's fucking really funny. And all, like, the, the science stuff of it, of, like, them hitting him with like the time stick or whatever. And he like yeah. manipulates him and he's like going slow motion and like, and all that stuff, like the caller that like gets him stuck in time where they can just hit the button and he goes back to where he was and like all that yeah. stuff. Like I'm like, Oh, they're introducing some really cool weapons and tools and stuff here where you could totally see this stuff being used in future, like Avengers movies or something like that. Yeah. You know, did, did, just did you like know, tech. Like, so one of the rumors that I think is floating around is that we're going to start seeing a bunch of like different versions of Loki. So like in the comics, there's like Loki's a female for a while. But then there, he was like a God for a while or not a God, a King. And then there was one where he was like a teenager, one where he's like a little kid. Like, yeah. I wonder, I wonder if we're going to see all of that kind of stuff. Well, they're saying like a, a report came out a couple of days ago that he's like gender fluid. Yeah, um, it's in the movie. People were like, show. right? Well, people were saying like, oh, that's annoying or whatever. Oh, they're doing like the the new normal thing of being you know accepted by everybody. But everybody else was like commenting, going, oh no, that's the way he is in the yeah, comics. That's the way he yeah. is in like all kinds of things. Yep. And um, I I like that because I think not only do you have a version of Loki that's you know. Um, anybody can relate to but you also you you really get to see tom hiddleston um you know stretch his legs and and, and really like play up the character in any way he wants and i think that's going to be make a, a super interesting show so i agree i agree each yeah, episode that's... could have have him do a different version of himself while he's hunting himself it's cool uh it, and i can't even believe i'm gonna fucking talk about this because it's so against my character but uh i'm working on that brainiac figure right now for jesse rath and uh when we yeah. were chatting one night i said i'm like what what's a good episode you can recommend that like i can watch to kind of like get to know that character a bit just it's like i find it's 
like easier for me to kind of get into something once I kind of know a bit about them usually, right? So he suggested the one where he actually gets the new costume, the one I'm working on. And it's funny because it yeah. basically is, it happens after, there's like a time crisis thing in the CWDC yeah. universe where like all of them came together, I guess, or something. I don't really know yeah. the full details. And um, and uh, so he meets five or four different brainiacs from different, um, timelines like different that that like didn't get folded in somehow or some reason so he's meeting them and it's like one of them is like a female played by like his actual sister so like she's playing him so they kind of like have like a similar look to each other like it, you can see that right. you know and then nice, one yeah. that's like one that's like the perfect brainiac and it's like he um was like plucked out of the comic book so it's like he's in like this like bright purple jumper with like yellow dish gloves and like yeah, it just looks, looks silly, right? But it's like, right. it's just like cool. Like, it'd be cool to see that kind of stuff, right? Where, like, you know, like I even heard a rumor they're talking about that, uh, Meg, the, the next Doctor Strange movie, that they're going to visit the 616 universe, like the actual comic right. book universe. Like, you know, imagine right. how cool it would be if we, like, got to see, like, comic book accurate, like, superheroes in the MCU. Like, how fucking cool would that be? Well, not just that, but I think with um, Spider-Man uh, Into the Multiverse or whatever, the animated film, they realize that people want and like that movie so much that mm -hmm. they can do those kind of things and people are going to accept them as like, oh, this isn't corny. This is like cool because they're showing cool. us. Yeah, they're showing us stuff that we know from the comics, but they're also making it cool in, in modern day and realistic and, and everything like that. So I think you can make a, a movie where, yeah, you have like some really nerdy comic book style uniforms and stuff like that. But you can also make it like, oh, yeah, we're poking fun at this. that This is ridiculous, but still, you know, put it into canon. Yeah. Like how hilarious would it be if we visit the 616 universe and all of a sudden we see Chris Evans show up in tight bright blue spandex with awesome. buccaneer boots with red buccaneer boots how fucking funny would that be not only funny but now with the way like they've moved these characters forward is you wouldn't expect it and that's the best part of the mcu it's like when you get something you don't expect it makes it that much more interesting and that much more like mind-blowing i love that aspect like i love that everything is tying into each other and they're making a movie like um thor the dark world that everybody hated on become relevant again because yeah. they're they're making it tie into loki and they made same as uh age of ultron which everybody wasn't you know was considered probably the worst avengers movie with yeah. wandavision they made it relevant again yeah. and, and they're they're really trying to make every movie matter and i hope i really do hope that with she-hulk they turn the Hulk movie into something that's relevant too. That would be awesome. Well, I, I, if they do indeed have Abomination coming back, and I can imagine we'll probably yeah. see General Ross. Uh, that's what I'm saying, man. It's like, we, maybe we see Betty Ross, right? Who knows? Exactly. I, I totally agree. It, it'd be really, really interesting to see all these characters that they really touched on but never really did anything with all of a sudden come back and then go, oh yeah, Hulk still matters. Hulk's still important. That movie isn't forgotten. For the people that like the movie, it's still part of the MCU. And we're going to touch on it and make it better through new new content that's not a sequel, but make stories envelop that 
other story, you know? It's funny that you, you say that because it's like, uh, so um, this week, Star Wars, the Hasbro Star Wars team revealed um, the, the final missing member from the Rogue One team. So they, they've had like Jin and Cassian and, and Chirrut and, and Baze, but they never did Bodhi, the, the pilot who deflected or whatever, like that changed from Imperial to, you know, the guy in the blue jumpsuit. Right. So they never made him. So this, they just released him and now they're re-releasing all the old ones, like the other guys, but done with like the face print. So like they, they, in the last, I don't know, three years, they've like introduced like a face print, which like makes the face look like really realistic before they were just like right. really shitty painting. So it was like, they didn't look realistic at all. So all the old right. Rogue One characters have the old shitty painting. So now they've re-released them with proper face prints, essentially making me rebuy four figures that were complete peg warmers that like never sold. Uh, right. And right. buying them all again now so they can look good with the guy that's missing. Um, but the reason I'm bringing that up is it, it brought up conversations about Rogue One and it, that movie does exactly that for me. Is like, I love Rogue One. And, but so like, the thing I love the most about Rogue One is how much better it makes A New Hope. Like, I love exactly. I, I love having that insight as to because to me that never made sense. Like, why would you ever build this battle station that is a world destroyer with a weakness on purpose? Like, why would that ever be? Why would that ever happen? So, like, well, not just that, but. We never got to see Darth Vader as, like, a badass. Yeah, well, that, too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love that. But the thing that really made it for me was was that plot line. Because, to me, I, it just never yeah. made sense. And, like, it it totally brought it all together for me. And, and, yes, don't get me wrong. That Vader scene is probably one of my favorite scenes out of all Star Wars movies ever. Right. Well, that's what I mean. Is like we finally got the scene of Vader using his powers and Vader yeah. being the badass that everybody fears, and we yeah. never got that in the original trilogy because he was an old man who like slowly moved and like you know they didn't have the technology to make him have like some badass fight scene and yeah. to get that scene where he's just you know manipulating the force and throwing people and all that kind of shit. It's like oh, oh yeah, he's feared. He's he's terrifying and like in that small one minute scene it made A New Hope that much more cool and that much more of a badass movie. So, yeah, I, to I totally agree with you. Like, if if they can manipulate these shows into making the lesser movies better, sweet, great, you're doing a great job. Keep doing it. It makes me wonder what Shang-Chi will do for the Iron Man franchise. I think it'll be interesting. I think, you know, generally... I mean, I think probably Iron Man 2 is everybody's least favorite, but Iron Man 3, yeah. a lot of people have, you know, a huge disdain I, for, so... I do not like Iron Man 3. I actually prefer Iron Man 2 to Iron Man 3. I want my bird. <laughs> I, I, only remember Iron, what Iron Man I didn't say Iron Man 2 was good, but Iron Man 3 is not either, so... You want a bird? I can get you a bird. What kind of bird do you want? I want my bird. I want my bird. It's a bad movie. It's not great. But Iron Man 3 is not, not great. I liked Iron Man 3 a lot more, but I agree with you. Neither movie is like perfect or anything. But No. Iron Man 1, fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's definitely the best Iron Man movie. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, um, all right. Well, anything else on Loki? Uh, no, hopefully next week I'll be able to like watch 
twice. I'm gonna rewatch uh, episode one too. Yeah, I'm, oh, excuse me. Cool. Let's see. I um. Thank you. I hope I hope Loki too. You know, definitely moves the plot forward a lot, and yeah. we're done with the recaps now. So I I'm hoping like you know this is an, uh, a 45 50 minute episode of just moving forward and where they want to move these characters and then we have a lot more to talk about of where this this um you know series is heading but um that's pretty much it all i gotta say about you know in the first episode of loki is i really enjoyed it i think it had some slow spots but overall i am i thought you know the character dynamic and the universe they're setting up is really cool and really fascinating and uh, it reminded me actually a lot of, of Fallout 3, the video game, with like the kind of like 50s stylistic, um, you know, like the, the Miss Minutes or whatever, the little oh, like yeah, animated. Yeah. 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 Um, I thought that was like really, really cool and really, really clever. It reminded me of like a 1950s style like cartoon. And I, I don't know, I really dug it. So I, I hope they keep that was, like style going. Is funny is like it, uh, you know, the the concept of the TVA is seems so futuristic, but then you go yeah. in and they're like typing on typewriters and like you it's all like Liebert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I like that though. Interesting. Yeah, me too. I do too. That's yeah. why I also think they're kind of villains because I think they're setting them up to be like this is like. Um, the Wizard of Oz, where like it's just the man behind the curtain. It's all just moving levers, and 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 it's all sh- for show. And there's something yep. more sinister going on behind the scenes. Yeah, that's I, that's where my mind's taking me right now too. It's like that's the vibe yeah. I'm getting. So, yeah, I, I, cool, man. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm I'm on the same page as you. I think it shows a lot of potential. I I do agree that it was a little bit slow moving, but I also expected it to be. It's the first episode. I definitely expected this one to require a bit of explanation. So I, I wasn't expecting anything more than we got, to be honest. I was pretty much satisfied with what we got laid down the story and it gave us the, you know, the four one one on this Loki. And I think they really did a good job at driving home the fact that this Loki is not the Loki we all know. And, uh, And yeah, it was interesting to watch him react to his life in front of him, like as he watched it. Like I like I liked I like the idea that he is still the Loki that we will get to know. But I like that yeah. we're meeting him at this point. Like it's just it's 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 yeah, it's cool. I like well, it. Well he's he sees himself still as the god king, right? It yes. is and ha- him experiencing those moments of loss and him having those human moments of like, oh, I never achieve what I set out to achieve. And I am, you know, the the thing that moves these other characters forward, basically, as I'm just a piece of this bigger story. It's that humanizing moment of like, oh, he realizes his life is meaningless and a failure and and is only a part of the story because of what he makes the, you know, his brother and the other Avengers achieve. Um, yeah, I, I love that aspect. And I love that we got that realization very early on so that now we can just move forward with this new version of Loki. And, um, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm just very excited to see where this, where the story goes and where we end at. And we're going to get Black Widow in the middle of it. So yeah, the next cool. five weeks of this, you know, the MCU is going to be very, very fascinating and full of, you know, interesting conversations to have. So 
Yep. Yeah, I'm excited. I know we'll have to figure that out when uh, Black Widow comes out that week. Maybe we have to do two episodes. It's going to be wild. Maybe we'll do a Friday episode that's talking about one thing and Saturday episode that's doing the other. I don't know. I mean, mean, yeah, the next five weeks is going to be a lot of MCU. So definitely... yeah, if you enjoy this and and, and want to, you know, see our takes and everything like that, definitely uh, throw both of us a follow at Customs by Matthew and at Moose Milk Media. And um, most of my, I won't probably post to almost at all this week. I'm trying to stay off social media and enjoy my vacation. So probably won't post much during the week this week, but um, we'll be back next Friday as always with, uh, you know, talking about Loki episode two. Yeah, and yeah, we hope you uh, come back and check it out. And uh, we appreciate uh, all you comments and, and, and follows and all that stuff. So thank you for that. All the goodies. All the goodies. Hey, man, have a fun camp. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. I'm jealous. I will, uh, I'll throw you a message throughout the week, and we'll uh, we'll talk about Loki, too, next week. Sounds good. I was supposed to go to Whistler. I mean, I'm not supposed to. I'm going to Whistler this week. And I was supposed to go to... Oh, right. uh, I was supposed to go to... Uh, this like vodka bar it's like a frozen vodka bar you like put on these like arctic jackets and you go in and you like drink this like vodka in this super cold environment but that sounds delicious but then we had to move our days so i was supposed to go at the end of the week and now i'm going at the beginning of the week so it's only they only open wednesday to saturday wednesday on wednesday to sundays so and we're only there monday tuesday so that's disappointing I know. I wanted to drink vodka in a freezer. <laughs> I think you should probably just try to stay an extra day and go on Wednesday. I can't. I can't. I have to come back. I have to do. We have another store. We have to flip. So and I, the reason why I switched it was because it's Kate's birthday this week. So I have to like oh. I wanted to be home, right? So I was supposed yeah, to be a Whistler sense. on her birthday because everything got pushed back a week. So I had to like sure. adjust it because I didn't want to not be here for it. So. Yeah, that's way more important than a vodka party. Yeah, I agree. Next time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Maybe, uh, uh, maybe I can fly down there and we can go to a vodka winter party. That sounds great. No pants. No pants. I'll just my genitals will just freeze off into an icicle. And I want you to be like a Ken doll. <laughs> smooth, just smooth. All right, buddy. All right, man. Well, have a good time camping. We'll talk soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for uh, being here. See you guys.